trial to something a little bit different this evening. We're going to get a going to give you some behind the scenes, uh, you know, behind the scenes entrance to the green room prior. Get a little sneak peek of our um, preparation, but uh, we failed, so we bailed on that. But anyway, like, uh, welcome, ladies and gents. Nonetheless, Shane, you look splendid, Nick. Good to have you. Shane, we'll bring you in first, mate. What a weekend we have coming up. Well, it is going to be torturous. There are going to be liver cleansers being sold by the absolute truckload on Monday after a, a punishing regime of Manicato into Cox, into Grand Final, into the Storm, bringing home the bacon for those, those poor, distraught citizens down there in the great state of Victoria. But um, bring it on. I can't wait. I'm prepared. I'm excited. I'm pumped. It's all happening. Nico, your boys are getting the grand final as well. Melbourne Storm. Went and seen them on Friday. Absolutely destroyed the Raiders. It was over in seven minutes. But, uh, mate, welcome to yourself. What are you doing this weekend? Well, it's not the first time uh, you've seen someone get out of the blocks uh, hard and have it finished in seven minutes. So well done to Cameron Smith, Craig Bellamy and the lads. And what a – I'm not sure if we did this last week, but 10 grand finals in 21 years. What an organisation the Melbourne Storm are. So a huge, huge performance. The Penrith Panthers have had a fantastic season. Only lost the one game, I, I believe. And all of uh, all of the country of New South Wales, because that's the way that uh, Peter Volandi sells it. New South Wales is its own country. The whole country of New South Wales will be really rooting for Penrith um, in, in a bid to defeat the... the uh, the bad boys that are Melbourne, the, the crusher tackle, the wrestle, the salary cap, all those things, the the Jayco caravans, the Suzuki's. Tiger Air. <laughs> Go the storm, that's all I'll say. If you've got half a brain, you're on the storm. And yeah, you're better. Yeah, it's, I'm pumped, I'm excited. The Purple Pride is flourishing. They got, um, uh, sorry, Penrith got any hope in hell? They got a great halfback, and that's. Well, that's not fair. They've got a couple of great halves, but um, any hope in hell or Melbourne all sign up? I think you got to give... Well, Penrith should be favourites, wouldn't they, Shane? Yeah, yeah. they've won about 16 in a row, so they should be they're good to go. Uh, mm. Where you guys got... Uh, who you got on the uh, more important <coughs> one, the AFL, mate? Big one, big one. Gaz's last um, match, I believe. Is that right? Did I see that? Yes, but uh, we all know that uh, in religious terms, we're waiting for the second coming. So don't be surprised if it's not the last time we see <laughs> Gary. Um, are we going to go there now, are we? I mean, the pregame show was uh, was huge. So we're going to go there now and talk about the... Why the not, last, mate? Why the not? Last, the last Saturday in September, which is now the second last Saturday in October. Yeah, um, let's do it. So you got, I, I think that... Uh, we were, we've all been fond of Geelong throughout the year, boys. That's a fair call. Um, and none of us have written Richmond off. I think maybe you did very early in the piece, Nathan. Uh, maybe I did as well. No, I don't think I did. We'll say you did. But I'm happy with this lineup. I think that uh, if we can just hold our uh, tips for a little bit longer, but I think, you, I think you've really got the two best teams in terms of the adversity. Uh, we spoke last week about the fact that Port Adelaide and Brisbane have been sleeping in their beds and being able to stay at home, was that going to be an advantage? Is the week off, you know, that's, that's the, that's the uh, elephant in the room, is the, is the week off uh, counterproductive prior to the finals? You're not really playing, what is it, one, uh, one game in three weeks? Is that correct? That works out to be. So I think it's going to be a belter. Tom Hawkins is coronavirus clear. Uh, 
Dusty is still thankful he can play football because he's illiterate. Uh, yeah, Shane, your thoughts? Thanks, Nick. Thanks, Nick. What about Tom Hawkins? Is it true that um, this might be this might be his time? Have you heard that whisper today? I've heard that today that uh, Tommy Tommy might be hanging up the boots. Obviously, at the peak of his powers after winning the Coleman this year. Um, if he goes out on top, I think that will make the decision around Jeremy Cameron particularly easy. Um, but there you go. It has been doing the rounds that uh, might be Tommy's last gig. What have I missed? Why? Why? Isn't he like shit? He's not old. Thirty-two. Thirty-two, and he was a part of Geelong's premiership in um, two thousand and seven. I think it was when they beat Port Adelaide, um, and he was part of the two thousand and eleven side that defeated Collingwood. So, no, he wouldn't have been part of two thousand and seven, would he? No, no, I reckon was he oh nine? Was he the Saints? That would have been the one. Yeah, sorry, my bad. My bad. Oh, sorry. I'll check. No, no, no. You you keep firing away, Nico. I'll I categorically confirm this. No, I'm sure that uh, no. I think I, I believe that with, with looking straight at the barrel of the camera, I believe that Joel Selwood, Mitch Duncan, Harry Taylor, and Tom Hawkins were the four players that played in their last premiership. Would have been against Collingwood in 2011. So forget uh, previous uh, calls made. Nathan. Yeah, look, I think you're uh, bang on the mark there, mate. I've got no idea at all, but it sounds about right. But um, 2011, yes. Well, they, yeah, beat, no. they beat they beat Collingwood. I'm, I'm well aware of that, so we don't need to delve into it. Yeah, and is Tom Hawkins related to Jennifer Hawkins? No. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> Mate, anyone winning the Norm Smith other than Dustin Martin? Oh, I think history shows that the people who vote for it are just a little bit stupid. Like, if Basha Hawley wasn't the best player on the ground in 2017, <laughs> I'll climb Mount Everest backwards. He was the best player by a mile. And my TAB sports bet account confirmed that with the confidence they had in that late in the game. Um, and I also think he was probably stiff last time. So Dusty, if he kicks a couple of goals and fends a couple of blokes in the chest and Munkle punts it forward a couple of times, people get silly for it. So the easy money there, he'll be that short. He'll be the shortest Norm Smith favourite ever. Andrew or Dusty? Uh, yeah, it's one of the two. I think I think Dusty was paying four bucks or something last time I seen. I know you threw a sneaky hundred on it, but I didn't want to get the ball. So, yeah. Has Dane, has Dane got a bit more arrogant this year? You reckon? Uh, fair question. I I'm going to say no. I think he's just trying to. Um, I think he's trying to lead. I think that's his rendition of leadership and trying to lead from the front. Um, and Strutting. maybe yeah, I think it's a little bit of trying to own. Uh, you know, the influence he has in the game and just trying to uh, wear it on his sleeve, maybe. Or he could just be a bit more arrogant. I don't know. Yet. I, I reckon there's a bit of myth associated with that. I think people build people up to be something that they're not and then people buy into it. That's just, it's just an opinion. That's what podcasts are for. So I'll throw mine out there. I think that Danger's an unbelievable player, not, not disputing that. But I just think that people just buy into a bit of the BS the, the Brownie from the early 2000s, Nico, where he just puffed his uh, chest out and bloody throw a couple of bloody shoulders out, carrying the 10-pin bowling bags down the hallway. He's our best. Jonathan Brown's Australia's greatest ever actor. There's no way known that's legitimate. <laughs> like, is that honestly legitimate? You think that you, you think that someone in real life talks and acts like that? Do you think that's... Yeah. Does anyone actually want to say that that's a serious thing? Yes. It's, it's I love to catch him after hours and he's been very eloquent with a lot of a bit of a soft English tone. 
No, it's, I don't. Uh, yeah, I know. I just, I'm just joking. It's absolutely legitimate because I've seen him. I've seen him after hours, and boy, oh boy, wow, we stay well away. So, Gaz's last game as well, probably. Is that being confirmed? You can have a go at answering this one. I answered it before, Shane. Yeah, I think it's locked in. He's done. He's done. Like, his, his cameo, not more than a cameo on Saturday night. Um, but yeah, best on, isn't he? Pick, pick three. Um, played very well. Um, wants to go out on top. And I think that'll be the same with Hawkins. If the only chance that they'll play on is if they lose. I'm baffled. I'm baffled by this Hawkins one, Shane. You, yeah. you, is it is it based on obviously there's a bit of merit behind what you're saying because you don't often uh, deliver something without some substance behind it. But is it is it Cameron related? Why can't they work together? Not sure. Not sure. No. I'll look up. You bring a, a Jeremy Cameron into into that side. Um, Tomahawk won't play worse, and he'll be part of a more potent forward line. Um, I don't know, mate. I think it might be the fatigue of the year. Young family, 32. Go out with three, three flags at the top of his game. Not a bad way to go out. 32 is young, though. I was shocked by that. I hadn't heard that. So uh, there you go. Thanks for the heads up. Pride it, would, show there, Shannon. It, it wouldn't be related to the morals of some of his forward line, would it? Are we going there or not? <laughs> uh, I don't think that's related. No, I think um, he knows who the club's going to stand behind. Yeah, uh, yep. I, I was going to say, let's say some of the forward line players don't stand too close behind some of the medical staff. Ooh, ooh. Uh, speaking of forwards, Sexton to Carlton, all over the headlines. Shane. Uh, Alex, our boy. Really? Alex. Wow. Uh, Rumours galore. I the think it's, it's terrible. The silly season. Well, it's going to be, you'd imagine it's probably going to be a condensed um, pre season draft rookie period because we've lost. We've lost three plus weeks, so the the circus has has kicked off. Brad Crouch for St Kilda is the latest one, four year deal plus one. The old Ballarat boy coming back to the old zoning for the Saints. Nice, oh, Eric Hipwood. Did you see to play for the Firebirds next year? It's all happening. Did you see the Saints put up? The Saints have put up old mate who's been in hospital having a heart transplant. So oh, they've. Oh, oh, the, They've offered him up and a bag of flat footballs from Moorabbin. So that's really good of the Saints to fight. This is just so like that's the thing I hate about. Oh, there's so many things I hate about people, but this is what I hate. This is this is what I hate about this time of year. Like we could just start something like right now. Like you know, my check's been offered a two million dollar a year deal to go to the GWS. Yeah, I heard that. They're looking at him seriously. Let's yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, this is, yeah. it's just someone just takes something, runs with, like, like with the, the Mason Cox to Sydney. I've heard that one, which, uh, you know, who knows <laughs> what might happen there. Um, but uh, then we saw Alia Alia to Port Adelaide, I saw today as well. But, like, I don't, I just. No one's safe. No one's safe, Nico. And I would, I would, I would can trade week. I'd make it trade day because we know trade week and then trade. It's the final day that stuff happens, and people deliberately hold stuff back because Fox Footy do that final hour live, and they go, "Oh, we're watching the paperwork be run into the back room," and you know, oh, you know, it's it's it's, it's fascinating. Sure, surely we can watch. Let's watch repeats of the Big Bash: Hobart Hurricanes versus Yellow Strikers day game from Bell Reeve. Yeah. 
Well, mate, your your uh, old Timmy Payne got the got the old message from you, Nick. Oh, I just uh, thank you, Nathan. I did have that here in my notes. So we did say that Timmy needed some runs, and when he was twenty two out, of, he was twenty two not out overnight. Uh, and I thought, oh, it's uh, hopefully he just knuckles down, and he did. And it was a really gritty performance. If anyone saw any of it, I think it was a, a, a good couple of hundred balls. So he's hitting the ball at fifty five, uh, about fifty fifty five strike rate. That's marvellous. That's that's the cricket that we love. So well done to Timmy Payne, and, and he'll be, I'm confident now, I think, can I say that's his second first-class 100? Really? I think that's, I, I think that's only his, that's unbelievable, isn't it? That's his only second first-class 100. So that's mind-blowing. So he's gone one ahead of the great Peter Siddle, who has one first-class test 100. How, um, um, what's the score with summer cricket? Like, we can get the Kiwis over here. It's about all that can arrive, isn't it? Sure, the Indians. Well, this, well, the calendar hasn't been set, has it? That's been part of the issue. They've, they've no, I've got the calendar, boys. The first test will kick off on the 7th of December. Oh. It's, it's India. Yeah. Yep. Yep, you've heard it first. Uh, well, I've, no, it's been out for a while. I just think you guys aren't across it. But, yeah, it's definitely <laughs> definitely India. I, India are coming here. I'm not sure how the... Um, the quarantine thing's going to work. So there was talks that all the tests are going to be played in one location, but we're, we're going to Perth, we're going to Adelaide, we're going to Brisbane, Melbourne, Sydney. We're, we're going everywhere. I think it's six test series. So I think it's four, uh, sorry, six test summer. We've got four tests against the Indians and there's two tests against another nation, which I'll have for you in 30 seconds. Um, the, the Boxing Day test is up for grabs. That, that's still questionable, I'm guessing. Uh, Melbourne, Melbourne, 30,000 people. Okay. Jesus. You You've go. always been keeping up with... Uh... I guess Indian cricket. Coley, is he still a freaking gun or what? Must the be IPL. the IPL's on at the moment. He was struggling. He was struggling early in the IPL, wasn't he? I think he was. He had four, four, four innings of um, single figure, which was a bit of a slump for him. Which is uh, that's good to see. Yeah, it is. It is. But uh, MS Dhoni scored a ton overnight, and uh, yeah, he's he's still a gun. Um, Maxwell side defeated them, but I've got no idea. To be honest about how they're all performing and where the how it all goes, but shit loads of cash. That's December right. three, December three, boys, the Gabba, the first test. So we got December three, the Gabba, Adelaide Oval for the day night test is the second test from the eleventh, and then we go to Melbourne for the Boxing Day test. We have the New Year's test starting on the third of January, and then we have some one days. Uh, against the the indians obviously you've got the the big bash mixed in there as well um and new zealand february 2020s um and some one days as well towards the end of uh, january so new zealand and so you're right nathan new zealand is one of the teams i'm just not sure we're playing test matches against the kiwis so are you feeling up and about about the summer of cricket there nathan not at all good i'm, I'm a little bit confused so we got Tommy Hawkins retiring at 32. MS Dhoni is 76 and still going around. Performing, though, to his yeah, credit. But for $6 million for three weeks, what would you do? Oh, I'd, I'd probably play half the week, surely. <laughs> half the week and then uh, go and go and visit the Gold Coast beaches like half the AFL did. But anyway, it's another story for another day. Um, mate, I've got uh, something a little bit special for you. Uh Nikki J, you might love this. We had um, a bit of a request, uh, well, for the last few weeks. Mm. Mr. David Wright just throwing out the uh, challenge uh-huh. to get amongst some uh, MMA. 
Uh, I think my response was, mate, I have no idea about MMA. I'm happy to do it. But uh, you're happy to do it. As in, you're happy to be an athlete in the MMA arena, as you're saying. You're happy to oh, do it. Six million dollars, I'd do it 100%. But um, my argument was, I can, I can, we can put something on the show, but I just, I, I don't, I'm not into it. Like, I don't follow it. So it'll be a little bit of a, anyway, let's, uh, let's, let's see how terrible this may have been. Not the, oh, no. uh, oh, it's happening. Not the, um, uh, this, so this was, you got my screen there, gents. This was the, um, oh, what's going on here? But anyway. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's going as well as I thought it might have been. Anyway. Reloaded. Yep. No good. Catches the foot. Ninety nine oh, sweet prince. Oh my goodness. Ninety nine sweet prince. No way. They're saying this is one of the best uh, knockouts in MMA history. It's pretty ruthless. I, I. Uh, wasn't sure whether to, to show it or not, so we're gonna show it three times there. There you go. That's a great four for you, pal. Yeah, there you go. So that was uh that was intense. The knockout was lit. I don't know. It was heavy. Wow, that was a big kick. <laughs> he he got he, he got him right in the mouth, right in the face. Yeah, right in the face. With the with the back heel kick and that kind of stuff. Anyway, um, Nick, bring us into uh the trivia, mate. This one I'll bring us in. Brought to you by LRF. All you, uh, what do they call it? Sporting apparel goods across the Australasian network. You got a, you got a, a school sports team. You got a sports team in general, a club. Get on to uh, Luke and the LRF gang. They'll sort you out. Nico. And, and may I say, I was out at LRF during the week and uh, a very uh, warm hello to Luke and Brent, who will be tuning in this evening. So hello to you gents and, uh, yeah, great man, great apparel, get involved. So my pleasure to be the quiz master tonight's uh, gents. And the bar was set very high early. Um, if you think uh, American history was the way to start this off. And then Nathan, you took us down a road last week, which I've forgotten the topic, but I did quite well with it, I thought. So yeah. this week, this week we're going to look at, you know, it's grand final week. And we need to we need to look at uh, a sport that's just had its grand final, oh. and, and that was the netball. So tonight, tonight, well, I want to throw a couple of cliches in. I'm going to give you the the fast five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Right. Yeah, so, question. Is there a two point shot here, Nico. Uh, no two. There's a two point. You've stolen on my thing, Shane. Just <laughs> shut up and let me do it. All right. So, question. <laughs> so, just t- test the buzzers. But tonight's buzzers. Yep. Okay. I'm telling you because because. Because Nathan, you're the home side, mm. so you, you you are going to be, uh, is it? You'll be the Tigers. So just see Tigers, Tigers, and Shane, you're going to rep, you're you're going to re- represent your feelings when you're in Southern New South Wales. You're going to say cat. That was a well-established. It was a riot being planned for us that day. Cat, yeah, lovely. Yeah. You can alternatively, you can roar and you can meow. I'll take either. Question number one. And they're not multiple choice. We just need you to buzz in. And if you're correct, other person misses out, but you get a sniff still. So question one. Shane, what... before we jump in, mate, how, how are you, uh, how across um, the current women's netball, uh, you know, sport are you? And going back into the historical. Hey, hey, Nate, don't you send it. Go answer that first, Shane. Sorry. Uh, I know that 
uh, one of our great friends um, uh, had a great time with the great Liz Ellis. That's all. Luke Moriarty is not the answer to any of tonight's questions. You'll be happy to know, Shane. Question one, gentlemen. Where was the first Netball World Championships? I guess. Nathan? The first, oh, the first one, the World, the world Championship. Mm-hmm. The, the first, first one, one was, oh, was New Zealand. Would you like to get a go at the correct answer, Shane? Yeah, I'd like to go for Australia there, please. Nick Meow. And you can, yeah, you, you can both, uh, you both of the feline variety. And this answer is one of those as well. It's the home of the British Lions. It was England, 1963. Ah, England, so. yep. Anyway, let's move on. Question number two. The first rules. Okay, so they were drawn up in 1895. What country were those rules drawn up in? Tigers. Nathan. Oh, the first rules were drawn up for netball. Uh, mate, they were drawn up in America. That would be correct. The United States yes. of America. Well done to you, Nathan. We'll give you one point. And considering you're doing the tallies just as well as you did the football tip ones, we'll all take note that Nathan got one point there. Hey, I, uh, meanwhile, hang on, hang on. You, uh, you, you led last week, so it's 2-1. Um from last week. Shane, any idea on week before? That I haven't yet. I'll do something next week. To make That's up. fine. Yeah, another practice okay. round. Yeah. Round up, the American history of the practice round, was it? The direct quote, I was 300% off one of the questions. Moving on, question three. How many positions can go in the centre third of I a guess court? Nathan? The centre third. Uh Six. Shane, would you like a correct? Uh, and for our people who are visually impaired, can you verbalise that response? Hi, uh, Nick. That would be correct. And I'm going to give you an opportunity for a double point play. Can you name those oh, positions? I can. Absolutely. I'll go centre. I'll go wing attack. I'll go wing defence. I'll go goal attack. And I'll go goal defence. Put him down for two, please, Nathan, because that is a double point play. This, this is ludicrous. Anyway. Great. So Shane takes a 2-1 lead after three questions and we go to question four. I didn't realise bloody Dan was hosting this from Victoria anyway. Oh, wow. Hey, I can go cross-eyed. That's fine. Question four. How long can a player possess the ball for? Tigers. Nathan. It's either three or five seconds. I need an answer. Three seconds. Correct. We're two all with one question to play. There we go. Radio question five, and the final question for tonight's LRF Sport Quiz. Love that. Name the ex-South African goal shooter who represented New Zealand. Shane, for the for the three-two win. Van Dyke. All clear. It's Irene Van Dyke. We'll give you the point, Shane. Well done, my friend. That is probably I'll pay that. I'll, I'll pay that. And to, da- and to date, well done to me, because that's the best quiz we've had so far. So well done to me. Very uh, good. And well done to Shane on getting the 3-2 win over Nathan. Very top so, Congrats to the Vixens. Well Amen. done to the Vixens. Absolutely. Jeez, and aren't they stunning women? They're just stunning women in their falls. If any of them are watching, jump on our socials, slide into our DMs. Um, 
<laughs> very uh, active. Very active. Oh my goodness me! Um, uh, just to score. So we're 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 passing Shane's efforts there. The first one was blowing out some cobwebs for the three of us. That that was a scratch match. That was a yeah. practice match. As we sit currently, Nick, three points. Shane, five points. Nathan, two points. Mm-hmm. So uh, five, three, two. There we go. But um, we'll know where we're all standing. Yeah, well done, uh, mate. I just wanted to bring up. There's really nothing to that. I was going to do like some sort of segment and talk about. I've, I think I'm getting a little bit of a crush on Miley Cyrus. I said it. Yeah. Oh, that is I, unbe- I unbelievable. You said that, Nathan. So I in just the, in the car today, driving to a venue where I had dinner. One of her yeah. songs came on, and I actually said. I just uh, I miss Hannah Montana. I don't know what she's doing with herself. I mean, she was twelve then, mate. So, and, but um, uh, we're not live, are we? <laughs> certainly hope not. But um, I'm at the show. I'm at the show Saturday mornings. We'll edit that one out. But yeah, look, it's it's she's uh, she's gone a little bit of a punk punk rock route, and uh, yeah, I'm digging it. She's looked. I won't say that, but anyway, there you go. <laughs> Just some ideas. I think she's uh, anyway. But um, Shane, what's yeah. your thoughts? What's your thoughts on people who um, identify themselves as asexual? Uh, <laughs> I think it's good to be LBGTIQ. Yeah. Get that right? Don't know. Don't really. Don't really know. I'm sure I've got a couple of mates who are in that uh, in that corner, but we'll we'll figure that out over the journey. Well, I don't know what to say about Shane. Well, uh, well, well navigated. But um, mm. speaking of haircuts, I got one on the weekend. But uh, anyway, you can't really see. Is it, it the dusty? Nah, not quite. I, I've had a, I've had half a dusty before. It was a little bit shorter on top. But um, got the, the heavy fade there. Looks alright. But old mate, I, I I don't know his name, but he's uh he did well. Anyway, he's like, I oh, will try and get some sort of weird shit happening here. I'm like, oh no chance. Anyway, he's got the old blow dryer and doing whatever looks sensational i walk out the next morning next morning right i've woke up mrs like what are you doing i'm like just got a hair dry i'm just doing this thing babe it's fine i've got this i've got this nothing i looked absolutely ludicrous ridiculous so there you go you can't that's, just uh that, that's why the, that's why the, that's why the stars look their best because they've got these people the minions that run around and, and look after them uh, yeah. and hello to theo at karina barbers who does a marvelous job and i've I haven't seen him for a while, so I'm going in there for a new uh, a new Velcro to be put on top of the uh, of the scone. Fantastic, um, Shane. Where are you watching the grand final, mate? I don't know yet. Saturday. No, no. I've been looking for the venues around this this uh, glorious uh, global city they call themselves, but um, they, they, most of them have sold out. There's down payments that need to be made. You have to go there and you get your money back on the door. It's all very, very um, it's a cash grab. Roma raffle sort of scenarios, but um, I'm not sure. Could be could be at a house with a with 24 brown bottles, or it could be in um, a public location, maybe a park, maybe a skate park, um, but somewhere to, to cause a little bit of mischief. Watch the big game, um, and obviously have to have to arrive there a little bit early because you have to uh, punish ourselves on the on the cross plate, which is to drop nice and early. So it could be an eight, nine, ten, twelve hour um, event. So Let's get somewhere comfy. It's it's a big day. It is a big day. Big day. Nick, where are you seeing it? Well, if I told you that I was uh, 
watching this year's grand final from the Gabba, if I told you that in January, you'd be thinking I'd be at some sort of uh, Brisbane Lions corporate event. But in fact, I'll be watching Geelong take on Richmond from the Gabba. I'll be there. I'll be there on Saturday. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely looking forward to it because it's the first grand final. I won't walk out disappointed because in 2002, I saw Brisbane defeat Collingwood. And in 2018, I saw West Coast defeat Collingwood. I won't see anyone defeat Collingwood in 2020. So uh, I will be disappointed about being at the Gabba, uh, but the $35 million upgrade, we got a couple of new, you know, LED situations at Gates. And I think they're up the price of hot dogs. And I think it's $1.70 for sauce now. So they've really tried to give it an MCG feel yeah. for the big day. Still a guy with a paintbrush there today, just making sure some handrails are, are nice and tidy. Mm. Um, incredible. So, Nico, despite the, the 44 talented athletes you'll be, you'll be seeing adorning that Hello Turf, um, anyone else, any other uh, attendees and, and sort of entertainers for the day who you're particularly keen on? I think that the pre-game entertainment is going to be disgraceful. I'm not, there's, there's nothing at all there that tickles my fancy, but uh, there might be, I might go, oh, yes, I have. I might have found the Triple J dial once or twice in my life, um, to get an understanding of, I don't know who's, I think it's the, uh, I think it's chicken and a biscuit um, into into um, uh, rattling crockery or something like that. Uh, the two of the two, two yeah, um, yeah. smoke and mirrors. Uh, they're they're going to be all good. But in all seriousness, I am a fan of Queensland band Shepherd who are performing at halftime, uh, and. I think that their abilities and skill level is probably comparable to what we usually see at halftime of, uh, of an AFL grand final, which is the uh, McDonald's Oz kick. So, no, it'll be good. It'll be good. It will be good, won't it? Yeah. It's going to be awkward. It's going to be weird. Um, and I just, I just, I think that the ground is going to be, it's going to feel like a Richmond home game. My mail is that every single Richmond membership ticket that could have been purchased was snapped up. Geelong membership were flicked over after the allocation period had ended, was flipped over to general admin. A pre-warning, if you arrive at the game wearing any any club apparel other than Geelong or Richmond, <laughs> yeah. There's going to be a lion shit everywhere, Nick. Oh, I'm serious. Do not, do not enter the precinct. Please, please, please do not. Do, 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 do. Honestly, but I'm predicting. I'm just saying that because I know it will happen. So anyway, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm going to be there. Who would have thought? Four up and about podcast. I'll be there, obviously uh, doing a bit of roving reporting and um, may get a couple of interviews uh, with some with some high caliber human beings. That'd be fantastic. Uh, the only thing that I I take solace in the fact that uh, old mate is going to be singing up there Kazali at the yes. MCG at some stage. Yeah, so. The, the world has kept some sort of um, normality to it, but I'd love to give um, a Mike little bit Brady. Of, Mike Brady. Thank you for that. that. <clears throat> I'd love to give uh, some credit to um, the Queensland government for uh, how they set out um, with the whole COVID thing with the football matches. I, I really would love to, but I just can't because they're a bunch of absolute flaming drongos. I head there on the weekend, right? So you go into the pisser, you go into the toilet, and they've got X here, can't pee there, send there. X there, can't pee there. So they've got the meter and a half. 
Okay, no, it's the rock. Yep, there you go, mate. Yeah, no worries. You go back to your seats and it's shoulder to shoulder to shoulder to shoulder as far as the eye can see. That makes no logic to me. We are run by an absolute bunch of morons. But anyway, I couldn't believe that. Took my breath away. And that's my little vets. I've um, hit quite a few exes in the past couple of months. <laughs> oh, geez, Shane. I've... Ooh, sorry. Yeah, arresting. Find me. I don't follow any. I don't follow any of my exes on social media. Oh yeah, Jesus, Woo. zing zing. Uh, back back to old um old Brucey, Shane, Bruce McAvaney. Yeah. What's what's happening? He's a big fan of Queensland. He's a he's a big fan of Queensland. I, I don't I don't actually recall the last time he was here. Is he is he up here? He's not up here for the big day, is he? Is Shane is Adelaide have a, a a relationship with Queensland where you can fly in and fly out? That's why we've seen some of the reporters from Channel Seven. They were in Adelaide and they were in Brisbane. Fantastic, Nick. Uh, so he is our new ambassador for travel. Uh, so he's going to bring people from all over Australia. I'm assuming that that's the the target audience for the, the coming years, and he's going to highlight some of the. Beautiful locations that we have to offer in this great grand redneck state. So, Nico, mm. I would love to present to you a couple of options um, as to the places that Bruce would want to celebrate as an ambassador for Queensland Travel. And I'd like you to spin out the Wickham. Bruce is the Nicky. <laughs> Sorry, I thought, I thought you asked a question. Not yet. That's oh, right. So, the first location, Nick that you have to celebrate as our lovely Sir Bruce. Royal Ripley Valley, the home of quite a few of your pal, pals out there in the, the lovely mild settings in the evenings and uh, what a place. So Royal Ripley, hit me there, Nico. Or Bruce. Oh, Ripley. What would Bruce say about Ripley? He'd say, oh, it's awfully warm out here. It's a little bit barren. It's a little bit dry, but awfully cheap land. And you could imagine... The dream home your family could build here. <laughs> yes. yes, 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 yes. Good, good. All right. This might be a regular segment, I think. Um, now, sunny Cairns. So, obviously, one of our, our northern capital city, you'd have to say, in front of Townsville. But lovely place, Gilligan's, um, Reefside, beautiful location. So, far away, Bruce. Cairns. What would Bruce... Bruce would probably say this. He'd go, BT, it's probably been said a lot, but two beans travel the country where they end up. Cairns. <laughs> we'll get BT involved. Perfect. That's lovely, Nico. Yeah, something simple, sorry. All right, a lovely, a lovely place that we all know um, down the sunny Gold Coast. It's not talked about amongst some of the finer locations, your, your coolies, your, your broad beaches, these sorts of places, a little place inland called Labrador. Oh, oh goodness. On that one, Brucey, how are you going to sell me a little bit of an afternoon stay or a weekend vacation down there at sunny Labrador? Oh, Labrador, I'm thinking discount shopping, Harbour Town. What a special location. So many specials. Nike shoes, Puma shoes, Adidas attire. Yeah. Labrador. <laughs> Labrador. Very nice. Now, we'll finish with a place that can genuinely, genuinely be sold because it is a place that a lot of people want to go, 
If they haven't gone, they should. Uh, a gentle place called Hamilton Island. Ooh. Oh, this is an easy one. Hamilton Island for Bruce. So Bruce, he's got BT in the box with him. He goes, BT, it's awfully expensive, isn't it? <laughs> Another rhetorical question. VBs for $14 a stubby. Oh, that hurts the pocket, don't you think? He's, he's going to be on a rampage on Saturday. Um, what, what do you think, if you don't have another one there, I said last year that um, I went the early crow on, you know how Bruce, he would have every line written down for key elements. And he does that, but it's part of the job. And he is the doing of the, he's a superstar, don't get me wrong. We take the piss out of Bruce, he's a star. But he puts a bit of time and effort into what's that key line going to be like, um, you know, Hutto did. And the Brisbane Lions have gone back to back, to back. And, you know, boring Hutto, but everyone remembers it. It's something. And last year I said if Richmond won, which they did, Bruce would have gone, BT, there's a bloke called Meatloaf that played here a few years ago. But for the Tigers today, two out of three ain't bad, hey? Oh, yes. But yes. he didn't go to – he didn't go, well, he didn't go there with that one. But now this will be – but the two out of three – is still there, but it's for their third premiership. Um, and maybe, you know, there's been a fair bit of along the journey, Mrs. Hardwick chat. Um, so let's try something like this. So Richmond, if Richmond get up, he might have something along the lines of, hey, Mrs. Hardwick, you would have thought once, twice, three times a lady. I just... Something, something there. there. There's it's, something it's, there. It's, it's something there. And for Geelong, it'd oh. have to be. It'd be Gary related, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd have to be. It'll be. It'd have to be. He'd be. He'd be. He'd be. Say. He'd say. BT. I'm not. I'm not that spiritual. But the second coming, he's arrived. Because, <laughs> like, yeah. at, at, at some point, he's going to do that. Yes. Um, but he's a star. It takes genius to think of things like that. I've just done that on the spot. Bruce has put hours and hours into that, flying from Adelaide to Brisbane to to do it so well yeah, bruce isn't going to be he's not going to be around for uh in 20 years is he so uh nico mate the way you're traveling these days oh these are areas that i should absolutely be in i mean there's no doubt about that i probably should have played the game at the highest level and should be commentating on the highest level but we're just yet to be discovered we're yep. all we're all one phone call away nathan you know what i'm saying <laughs> uh all right so let's uh let's get to uh <laughs> this one Brought to you, Shane. Tell me about your favourite coffee place. Tell me. Ooh. Hello, Grounds Espresso. For all your decaf, oh. those people who don't like to be incentivized about drinking a little bit of a brown liquid, but also milkshakes. They've got meals. They've got uh, uh, patisseries. And it's just it's gentle. It's not patisseries. They've got baked goods. They've got French goods. They've got croissants. croissants. They've got all kinds of stuff. So, hello, Grounds Espresso. Logan Road, Macrobat. Be there. Delicious. Fantastic. Uh, so we'll get your boys' thoughts here. If you have to give a uh, hot tip on the score, which you do, who's winning and what's the actual score? Shane. Well, there has been a bit of talk that uh, some, the weather is closing in. We had a little bit of weather up here in the southeast corner this afternoon, and the talk is that it's going to be around for the next five to six days. So... A, any sort of uh, downpour in the afternoon, 
at 6.30, it's going to be dewy, it's going to be sweaty, um, and the humidity is going to be right up. So I'm not, I'm not going to high school. I'm going something on the lines of, well, it might be a high school based on current standards. Um, Richmond, Richmond 60, uh, Geelong 42. Interesting. Nico, what do you reckon, mate? Did tip the margin last week. Thanks for those people who contacted me to tell me uh, I'm a star regarding that. So thank you. Uh, that was the Tigers win. Um, well, head, head Geelong are in awfully good form, aren't they? Um, and they're going to need to be to be competitive against Richmond. I, I, I think I want Richmond to win. Family connections would, would definitely say that. And I think that uh, I think Geelong might lead for a fair portion of this match. I can see Geelong potentially leading from maybe from the start of the game to the early stages of the last quarter. And then there's going to be some key moment in the last quarter where uh, Shane Edwards, Dustin Martin, Trent Cochin, Shane Edwards, these blokes are just uh, just. just no. Something special. Tigers, t- Tigers, ten points. Tigers, ten points or oh, under. Give us or under. Go. You want the exact scoreline? Precise. It'll be. Uh, let me see if he kicks twelve goals. I'm going to say eighty-one will be the winning score. I'm going to say eighty, eighty-one to seventy-one. Ooh, shootout! I like yeah. it. Uh, I'm going Geelong. No surprises there. I'm going Geelong. Gary to get Norm Smith. Oh, you love a story. They'll be looking for him. Oh, they will. He'll, he'll get, if, if he gets 10 touches, that's 20 in the umpire's, uh, umpire's mind. So uh, Geelong to get over Richmond. Gary to get um, Norm Smith. Geelong will kick. Um, Nick, I think you're thereabouts. We're going to go Geelong 72. Richmond. 56 and Geelong to kick away in the final. Uh, so hmm. there you go. But um, gentlemen, have I missed anything, anything to add before we head into the uh, short pass? Can I put Shane on the spot here? And can we give can we give our quartet? Can we give our Manicato Stakes, Cox Plate, AFL, NRL? Can we give the punters something to hang their hat on? We, we certainly can, Nick. And it's been quite an afternoon on the tools. Um, as you know, I do. Uh, a bit of uh, manual labour in the afternoon. So I managed at some time to sit down on my esky and work through the field for tomorrow night's Manicato. I'm a huge fan of Pippi. Oh, Shane, that's we're on the same page here. The black and whites, I'm, I'm with you. I think she's a massive chance. She loves the valley, um, as do I. <laughs> uh, and uh, into the Cox, I'm going Arcadia Queen. I don't think... Um, Russian Camelot will turn the table. So Arcadia into the mighty Tigers on the Saturday evening and into another farewell, um, probably their greatest ever player, Cameron Smith, to walk off with a premiership on Sunday evening. Don't hold anything back. That is a multi from the heavens. Um. Nathan, give us uh, give us something re NRL while I quickly get. I've, I've actually tipped a horse that's not running in the Cox Plate, uh, so I need to fix that up. So you give us something re NRL. I think it's a little bit of a no brainer. Everyone's talking about Penrith, and they're the ones to beat. They're not the ones to beat. They've got a, they've got some young players, some young halves, uh, arguably the best halfback in the game. 
Uh, they've got a five-eight coming through. He has potentially the potential he has could be like limitless. He's going to be an absolute star, but he's going to be a star. I think um, if if Melbourne can play their uh, traditional, extremely tight, structured play um, and come out the gates fast, which they'll be looking to do, as they did against uh, Canberra, mate, I think Melbourne potentially could have this sewn up by halftime. I'd love them to do it. I'd love Cam Smith to, uh, you know, just um, orchestrate one of the most convincing grand final team performances that we've seen in a very long time. Uh, I hope they do it and they do it well. Um, and Cam Smith to walk out potentially in his last outing as the, uh, um, what do they call the best on ground for the NRL grand final? Clive Churchill medalist. Thank you very much. I could have forget him, but um, Cam Smith to get the Clive Churchill. Nico. So I'll give you my quartet. Shane, great to see you on the same wavelength and it's good the black and whites have a win. So Pippi in the black and white cloths on Friday night in the Manicato Stakes. This is a horse I've been following for a while, thanks to Auntie Sue for all your betting needs. Auntie Sue, head her up. Colding. Colding will win the Cox Plate for Chris Waller. Um, nice uh, white and blue uh, colours there. Uh, thinking Macrobat Vultures, if there's any connections there, people listening. Richmond and obviously the Storm. Uh, there's I don't know what that would pay if you box that up, but it would certainly ensure that... Uh, You'd be starting the cricket season with a little bit of something, something in the kitty. Let me pay about. I'll just put in Pippi. Pippi um, into, into, into so Arcadia Queen. No, so have you have you looked at yours? Let me try and as we do the short passes, let me try and box something up here and see what we get. That's one hundred and five dollars for my tips. So yours will be north of that, I think. With Colding. Yeah, yeah, Colding. I think Colding's at eleven dollars at the moment. Yep. Sorry, guys. We got very serious there, didn't we, Nathan? Yeah, sorry. Anyway, right. yes. yes. Love it. Fantastic. Go and, uh, go and get uh, Uncle Greg's credit card. Just go nuts there, kids. Don't go to the dad because he'll uh too close to home. He's got his eyes on that one. But um, we'll go into the uh, short pass this week. Brought to you by Curtain Trend, of course. All you Brisbaneites and Gold Coastites, give them a call. They'll sort you out. Tell them the show sent you. But, um, Shano, mate, it's a big weekend coming up. I'm going camping. But uh, where are you sending your short pass? Make short pass. Uh, thank you. I know everyone's talked about how the governments have done such a great job, how Peter uh, Volandis and, and Rubble Egg have, have been the trailblazer, but thank you to you guys for embracing the technology, um, for bringing something very special, I think, to the three of us. We've enjoyed it. Uh, we've got a loyal fan base covering Nepal, Uzbekistan, and uh, Kolkata. I think there's, a, there's quite a few really hot spots in there that love our show. So thanks to you boys. It's been a bloody, it's been a blast for the free season and can't wait to see what the spring and the summer holds for us. Amen. Uh, I'm going to send my short pass. Uh, I'm going to send my short pass to Mr. Gary Ablett Jr. He's had an absolute stellar career. He gave uh, his prime to the Gold Coast Suns coming down for some, I believe, I believe we got him for an absolute steal. Other people say differently, but um, the Queensland football wouldn't be in the place it is today without Gary's services. And we are forever in his debt, in my humblest of opinions. So, Gary, go out. Enjoy your last run, mate, if it is your last run. Um, the Norm Smith 
is yours if you choose to take it. Um, you're an absolute blinder last uh, uh, last Saturday it was. So it was an absolute pleasure to uh, see you play, mate. Have a good one. Well said, Nathan. And $245 for the Nikki multi that I mentioned earlier. So 245 if you have $5 on that, you're walking away with four figures. <laughs> Get around it. Now, my short pass, we didn't mention the Brownlow medal, boys, uh, but well done to Lockie Neal. And that's where I'm sending my short pass. Lockie Neal, a story came out during the week, and I'm not talking about the one regarding Ross Lyon. As an 18-year-old, he had the courage to approach uh, the 21-year-old, which he's now married to. So 18, a brash kid from a country, South Australia, built up the courage to go and approach uh, this uh, young lass. She brushed him, she fended him, and then somehow... Maybe it was the profile that he built. I'm not quite sure, but they ended up getting married. Uh, she was well-established in Western Australia. She shifted here to Brisbane. Everyone was blown away at how he made a decision to move here to Brisbane. But he's probably alongside, if not more so, with Luke Hodge when it comes to changing the culture of the Brisbane Football Club. So Brownlow Medal, uh, an outstanding speech the other night in dedicating some things to his uh, lovely better half. Well done. Charge your water glasses to the 2020 Brownlow medalist, Lockie Neal. I'm Chucky. All right, ladies and gents, enjoy the rest of your week and enjoy the grand final. Go the Cats. Go, go the Tigers. Go the Tigers. Back here next week. Go the Tigers.